Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked on Flames. Sam Bennett makes his return to Calgary as the Flames and Panthers face off. Can the 4-4-4 four, four, and four at home Calgary Flames fight off the Panthers, who are just above 500 on the road? You're Locked on Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a fantastic Tuesday today. I'm your host, Jess Belmosto of the Metropolitan Riveters Public Relations Team, as well as an NHL writer for the last six or seven years. Um, I cannot believe it's been that long. Thank you for making Locked on Flames your first listen of the day. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, and we are also free 99 on YouTube if, it's, if you're like me. It's free. It's for me. I think it's a great deal. So tonight, the flames, <laughs> the unpredictable flames, give us a small dash of hope. The flames are back in action against the red hot Florida Panthers, who are on a four game win streak. And the flames are on the exact opposite of that. The general consensus of tonight and the expectation is that, at least, at least from Twitter, I don't know how the players are feeling. I don't know how any of them are feeling, you know. But from Twitter, they could squeeze out a win, you know? The one thing that drives me crazy about sports is how hot and cold teams can get at, like, the drop of a dime. And it's crazy because, like, teams, like, a bad team will play a really good team and bad team will just embarrass the ever-loving goodness out of the good team. And then, you know... The uh, you know, you'll face a bad team, or sorry, you'll face a good team when you're playing not so hot hockey, and then you know you're hanging there with the contenders, and you look like a really competitive team. And I don't know if the Flames can pull that off tonight. You know, I'm trying to keep the expectations low because if you manage your expectations, you don't have to deal with uh, disappointment. <laughs> and I you know, the Flames at home are 4-4-4 four, four, and four this season, which doesn't even give us, like, an indication of what kind of game they could play because it's quite literally just across the board force, force. And, uh, you know, 4-for-4, f- uh, four four, like Wendy's, uh, that actually sounds really good right now for dinner. But <laughs> I just, there's no real assessment of what you're going to get. I think that if they're able to take the lead early, we could see a much better indication. If they allow the Panthers to go out and kind of dump on them early, then things are not going to look so great. But I I don't know how to really assess the team right now, and it's so hard to read them. I feel like Hot and Cold by Katy Perry is like the perfect description because you don't know what you're getting. And, you know, one day, like, this team comes out and they look like Stanley Cup contenders. They look like they could, you know, do, like, multiple seven-game series against really strong teams. And then other times, they regress back to that 
late last season where, you know, they were playing good hockey, but just not hanging tough for those full 60 minutes. And that is quite unfortunate because we saw how hot this team gets when things are good, when they're all on the same page. And I want to believe that tonight will be the game changer that sets them back to where they should be. So they stop falling in the Pacific Division uh, standing. I don't I don't like seeing the Sharks and the Ducks ahead of them. You know, Vegas I can tolerate, but the Sharks and Ducks, man, come on, you guys. The Tankathon. Oh, what are we doing here? But, again, this team is very confusing, and we're going to take a look at the lines here in a minute. But, again, just unpredictable and you don't know what you're getting. <laughs> you truly don't. So good luck to the Flames because there's no there there's nothing. Like they're not giving me anything to work with here. I haven't they haven't played a game since losing to Ottawa, so it's not even like I can say, "Okay, like, you know, they've they've bounced back and they've you know, they're they've cleaned up their game." But I don't know because I don't go to morning skates. Um I don't I don't see what kind of games they're playing <laughs> and, you know, what they're doing. But best of luck to them tonight. I really think that this is going to be an interesting one. So coming up next, we are going to talk about the lines and dissect those a little bit because they do look a little bit more promising than what we've seen in the past few weeks. But first, let's talk about Bet Online AG. Are you interested in placing a bet on tonight's game? Well, head on over to betonline.ag today for their newly redesigned website that will give you all you need to make your sports bets. It's all in one place, very easy to navigate, and their new design is absolutely fantastic. So head on over to BetOnline AG today, sign up for your free account, make your first deposit, and of course, use promo code Locked On for your 50% welcome bonus. And that's all you have to do. That's promo code locked on when you make your first deposit. Locked on Flames continues. Thank you so much for following along wherever you get your podcasts, YouTube, Spotify, Apple, wherever. And uh, make sure you're subscribed and your notifications are turned on. The thing is, with this team... <laughs> You either get really excited about the lines or, you know, Pat Steinberg tweets out the lines and you're like, this is the end of the world. And today I felt a glimmer of hope, like a dash of hope. So you got your first line assembled, you know, stays the same. Mangiapani, Backlund, and Coleman are your second line. Lucic, Monaghan, and Dubé. And then your waiver line. Lewis, Richardson, and Richie. So, and then you look at your defensive pairings and you just have to kind of <laughs> cry because they're not breaking up, Zadorov and Goodbranson. So, like I said, the fourth line is being dubbed the <laughs> waiver line. I think that that line needs to change immediately. Uh, Pitlick's out day to day, but <laughs> really doesn't make that fourth line much better and again today at two o'clock I was like okay like it's it's time woohoo let's go and there's nothing from the flames I think it was 
Edmonton and another team. And it's just or Tampa Bay and another team, rather. And it was just so disappointing and so confusing. <laughs> like, what what is Brad Tree Living waiting for? I, I, is he waiting for tonight's game? Is he waiting to see, okay, wow, maybe I should start listening to the armchair GMs on Twitter. I think he should, in my opinion. And it's a little, a little too late for that. <laughs> We're past the point of wanting to wave these guys. Like, it, it's, let's go. Hurry it up. But I am very happy to see Mangiapani back up on that second line and to have players like Backland and Coleman on, you know, his line. I think that that's a very strong line. I look forward to the production of that line, but also the defensive abilities that that line will bring to the game. Coleman and Manjupani are two of the strongest two-way forwards on the team. I think putting them on a line together is fantastic. I think that that is a very good uh, idea, especially when you're going up such going up against such an offensive juggernaut like the Panthers and your defense has kind of been bad (laughs) and like they're just not they're just invisible out there on the ice and you know two goals of from the last time these teams met were deflections off of Flames players so I think that we're gonna see these teams kind of neaten it up a little bit and having Mangiapane and Coleman together especially with Backland is going to I think it's going to pay off. I think we're going to see a lot of success with that line tonight, and I hope I'm right with that. Uh, right now, Michael Backlund, is, uh, his face-off wins are a 47.7, and that's not I – don't, I don't look at this like a uh, like school when anything below a 50 is failing and bad. I think that, you know, like that's still pretty good. Like he's winning almost half of those battles, and the ones that he's not winning – he has Mangiapane and Coleman going out there to get the puck back. <laughs> uh, you know, it's just going to be a more successful line. And I hope that it, I hope that I'm right when I say that. I really do, because I think that it will be an interesting uh, thing to look at. Because, like I mentioned, they bring, they, <sighs> Coleman isn't so much offensively driven I think that he is definitely somebody who is better defensively but plays as a forward (laughs) you know like he's he's just a forward but he has the two-way capabilities and it will truly benefit the flames tonight and when I show you a graphic in the next segment you're gonna be a little concerned about how different the flames are in comparison to the Florida Panthers. And I talked about it with Armando from Locked On uh, Florida Panthers, and we both agreed that, you know, Jonathan Huberdeau is terrifying to play against. And, you know, with Sam Bennett coming back into town, I'm sure he has a chip on his shoulder. Are you kidding me? And I don't want to hear anything about how the Flames should have gotten more for him. The Flames got what he was worth at the time. Not what what he turned into. Like you don't. That's not how trade works. And I hope that Sam Bennett comes in and enjoys his tribute video and does not score. I'm sorry. I don't want him scoring tonight because I don't want to. He- I don't want to hear any more about Sam Bennett 
being a first line center for the Flames or anything like that because it was so far out of the picture for them that it just was never going to happen. It was never going to work. Tomato, tomato, you know, it's just let it die. It's time to move on. Find something else to perseverate on. Honestly, it's time. It's time to move on. But coming up next, we are going to talk about the three things the Flames need to do or need to avoid to win this game. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in to Locked on Flames. Make sure you're following me on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. It is no secret that the Calgary Flames are a powerhouse. <laughs> like, like you see the numbers that they put up against other teams and you start to, you start to worry a little bit. And when you look at comparison, you know, the last five games for, uh, you know, each player, uh, Huberto is, uh, has 11 points to Johnny six. Um, Verhage, Verhage has five goals compared to Johnny's three. Ekblad, who is a defenseman, has eight assists compared to Johnny's three. And plus minus is a useless stat, so we're not, we're not talking about that. But, you know, like, excuse me, this team is just miles ahead of the Flames. And you're not going to win when you are stuck playing your little, your little boy hockey. Like, I don't don't know how to describe it because it's not like, it just needs to be a more competitive game. And the thing, number one, that they need to do is, you know, play that full 60 minutes. It's so crucial you, you can't have your energy up and down, up and down. It cannot look like an EKG with all these lines and blah, 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 blah. No, it needs to be steady. 100% for the first period and then crank it up for the rest of the game. Because I do not want to see the Flames go out there, score three goals, and then end up losing four to three. Or something so simple as that. Because this team, for some reason gets way too comfortable, and then they they start to relax. And then the team catches up, and then there's just no way to recover from it. So playing that full 60 minutes at full strength, full capacity, is vital. <laughs> like There's no ifs, ands, or buts around it. I would hate to see them, like I said, get too comfortable and then scale back and then be unable to recover. And... This is this is the piece that is so important to winning this game, and that is defense. Defense <laughs> in the last game against the Panthers was abysmal. Okay, you have two deflections going off uh, Chris Tanev and I think it was Rasmus Anderson, and they were avoidable, absolutely avoidable. When you stand there looking like a deer in the headlights, you're not going... <laughs> to compete with the team. You you can't go out there and look like a lost puppy dog standing there saying, oh, what's my job? What's my job again? Like, you can't do that. And you absolutely cannot slack against a team like the Panthers. You slack against a team like the Senators and you look like a fool. You slack against a team like the Panthers And you're going to look like an even bigger fool because you aren't learning from your mistakes. That's why I think Blake Coleman and Mangiapane are going to be such crucial players tonight. 
And obviously, Goudreau is another strong two-way player as well, as well as Elias Lindholm. But just Mangiapane and uh, Coleman, just something about that line I really like. I think it's absolutely, like, it's a very attractive line if you are into that two-way hockey. And they're probably going to play better than most of your defensemen tonight. I'm <laughs> at, at the way that they're playing, they should probably just replace Zadorov and Goodbranson. Okay, just abolish the pair, kick them out. I don't know where we're sending them. You can't really send them to Stockton, but um, you know what you can do? You can wave them. You can absolutely wave them and just let someone else take them. I think that's a good idea. But anyways, um, <laughs> something else that they need to avoid is, like, this is, this is, fundamentals you guys fundamentals and I can't believe I even have to say this but it is something that this team is not doing and that would be shooting the puck they were embarrassing against the Sens they looked horrific they had Matt Murray looking like Connor Hellebuck out there and do you know that is not okay that like watching the game made me sick like I wanted I wanted to, like, be, like, the Dallas Cowboy fan that, like, hucked the remote at his TV and, like, tried to, like, snap it over his knee because I was so angry. But nothing in life is worth breaking a TV over, especially sports. But it does not take a scientist to figure out that you also need pucks in deep to win. You need to score in order to win. That's how this works. The person who has the team that has the most goals, the higher number, at the end of the game, wins. None, like... Nothing, none of this overthinking, getting cute, no overpassing, just shoot it, okay? Like, I understand that we are all trying to, you know, are you, do you guys know what web gems are? Do you remember those from ESPN as a kid? Oh, man. I hope you do, because I just feel really old. But, like, none of this. <coughs> Excuse me. There just needs to be a solid 60 minute game played at 100 at least 100 percent through all periods okay and I'm telling you right now that you need to watch that second line you need to watch how they play together and I will eat my words if I come back and that line is horrific but like I said probably going to be better defenders than your third pairing tonight and that is not something you want to look forward to so that that's the Calgary Flames experience hockey because you never know what you're gonna get and it's kind of fun because you know there are times where good Branson does go out there and you're like hey like okay like I see why we signed you and then other times you're like I wish I could slingshot this man to the moon and I hope he never comes back and same with Zadorov. he what is the point of taking all these penalties. There isn't one. And that's, again, why we traded Sam Bennett. Which will probably be most of his tribute video is him in the penalty box. But, thank you all so much for tuning in to today's episode of Locked on Flames. I am looking forward to uh, chatting with y'all tomorrow. Talk about the game. Hopefully, it's a win. Hopefully. We see some strong hockey coming out of Calgary tonight. And I will chat with you all uh, 
on Twitter at Jess Belmosto. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see it right there. And of course, you can follow me on Twitter. Yes, at Jess Belmosto. Um, Make sure you're subscribed to the show. We'll talk more about this game tomorrow. Uh, Thank you so much for tuning into Locked On Flames. This is a Locked On Network special. And I am seriously, seriously betting you right now (laughs) that your second line is better than your third pairing when it comes to defending. Okay. Thank you all so much for tuning in. And I will chat with you all.